it has affected believers and how they see God and how they function with God over the years by experience or probably by the number of people I've come across. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Are we in First Corinthians chapter 10? Beginning from verse 13. Hallelujah. All of us go there. Just go through this very sharply and then we'll pray. Are we there? Now I want to go. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will make also what? Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'd love to share with you on a very important subject. You will see the reason why you read that scripture. Many times, Satan will post to our mind and let us feel as if the situation that the challenges we're going through were the only ones that are going through it. Many of the tough things in our lives, in our family, in our academics, or probably in our career, we feel as though God is no longer there. Hallelujah. And many of such situations that come. You say, I've been praying about these things. I've been trusting God. I've been crying to God. Many times the pastor will come and say, write five things, write six things that you want God to do for you. And then you write and pray and sow your seed. And over the years, it's as though nothing is coming. It's as though God is silent about this. Hallelujah. And several years, I've met people who have been offended at God. I met someone who said, God disappointed her. Hallelujah. People get to that point like that. Hallelujah. People get to that place where they feel God is the one behind every of their setbacks, every of their failure. It's like God is not ready to help them. Hallelujah. When they hear the promises of God, when they receive some things, when the declaration is made, when the proclamation is made, Brother A will be receiving something while Sister B is not receiving anything. So it looks as though God is silent as regards their situation. God is silent as regards their condition. Hallelujah. There's such a thing as a silent God. But one thing you must understand is when God is silent, it has a lot of significance in the realm of the Spirit. When some situations are silent in your life, it's not because God is far away from you. Yes, there are times that God hides himself. Hallelujah. Amen. There is a silent God. But anytime God is silent, he's working something for your good. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8, beginning from verse 27, the Bible says, For we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are decalled according to his purpose. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There are times you find yourself in a situation where you feel as though all hell has broken loose. And many times you ask, Lord, where are you? How many of you have been in such situation? You just ask God, where are you? Hallelujah. Where are you, Lord? I met a lady who was asking this question. Say, Lord, where are you? Are you in this place, God? Am I saved at all? That all of these things are happening in my family. Hallelujah. You just ask God. It's as though God is hidden for a period of time. Yes, God hides. The Bible told us concerning Jesus that God turned his back, his face against Jesus. Why? It was for a reason. Jesus became sin. The Bible didn't say, tell us that Jesus carried our sins. He became sin for our sake. And God had to align to defeat the devil 
with his perfect Adamic nature. So God had to turn his back because he could not be all sin and allow Jesus to defeat the devil with his perfect Adamic nature. Because he was the only perfect man that ever lived by the power of the Holy Ghost. And Jesus defeated the devil and gave us victory. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus sends that place of silence, that place of withdrawal. Mike Mudo said, withdrawal is not denial. The fact that God withdraws for a period of time does not mean he has denied you. Jesus says that withdrawal from the Father. When the Father withdrew himself and said, Eli, Eli, Lemaxabatani, say, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me and left me helpless in this my situation? So Jesus was left, he was abandoned at that particular time. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Many of us have gone through challenges in our life, situations. And you pray and pray and pray as though nothing is happening. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's what the Bible said. There is no temptation taking you, such as is what common to man. Hallelujah. But will, will the temptation also make a way to escape? So God has a better plan. Many of you desire God to do something for you this year. If you check your list, if you check the things you want God to do for you, wow. And you look at it and you go back again, it's covered not even one or two or three. And many, as a result of that, get offended at God. I've met people like that. And just be offended. Many don't want to pray again. When the prophecies release, when others are trying to count, you just relax and say, The ones I believe God for are not yet fulfilled. Why should I try any further? There's a path where you can trust God again, there's a path where you can have that faith again. Hallelujah. It's a message of hope. So that I will not be discouraged. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes we go through some certain things and we just feel we want, uh, God is teaching us a lesson. God wants to use this sickness to teach me a lesson. That's not true. That's not according to scriptures. Somebody said, I'm sick simply because of what I did. So God wants to teach me a lesson by this sickness. God is putting me through this challenge because of, because of what I did. If there's any best teacher or best platform for God to teach you a lesson, it's the word of God. Hallelujah. The Word of God is our only sure foundation, our only sure proof that God uses to teach us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He said, My son, attend to my words. Incline thy ear unto my saints. Say, Let them not depart from thy hand. Keep them. So, which means God's Word is our only platform. Say, Thy Word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Say, Thy leadeth me in the path of righteousness. Say, Thy rod and thy staff. So, that's the only platform that we have, not sickness and disease. So when you are sick, know that it's from the devil. It's not from God. It is not God that is putting it on you. If you have been delayed, it's not from God. It's of the devil. Hallelujah. So stop being offended at God. There are many people who got offended at God. Many. John the Baptist was one of them. Because there was a delay. Because it sensed that God was no longer coming. Many today, we have more depressed people in the church. They are saved, but they are depressed. Say but depressed. Hallelujah. That's the reason why when you say let's pray, very few really want to give themselves to prayer because faith is no longer there. It was the same thing that Abraham experienced too. But I say, Abraham, whom against hope? Believed in hope. So many cannot find hope to believe in anymore. They have given up their dreams. They have given up everything that they had. Look at the man called Joseph who dreamt a dream. That's Genesis chapter 37. But then Joseph dreamt a dream and told it his brethren. Hallelujah. Many of you have wonderful dreams. 
Many of you have plans for this year. Many of you desire that this year you're going to get married. Many of you desire that this year you're going to get hooked up. Many of you desire that millions will be running through your account. But it's as though now nothing is happening. If you check the account, it's reading zeros. If you check your dreams and your aspirations, it's as though it's not coming to fulfillment. The night you spend all through in prayer before you enter into this new year, you invested much in the place of prayer. But it's as though nothing is showing now. Many of you know the seeds you have sown to ensure that this year becomes a good year for you. But now we are in November. It's as though the year is about to wrap and just go away. And many are discouraged. And when they say, let's pray, let's hope God, let's hope that God will do something for the new year. You relax and the dreams are going away. Let's not be discouraged. The Bible says, Joseph dreamt and told his brethren. The, bre the, the brothers went and sold him out. And Bob said, he dreamt yet another dream and told it his brethren. And they ate it in the morning. You have to dream again. Desire. And say, Lord, no matter what I'm going through, no matter the situation, no matter the condition, no matter even if the promise is not coming to fulfillment, I stagger not at your promise. True unbelief. If there's anything you should doubt, it's your doubt. Hallelujah. And Abraham staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. Doubt your doubts. Don't doubt the dreams in your heart, in your spirit mind. Dream again. Go back. Imagine yourself. See yourself ahead. Square your shoulders. Chin up. Chest out. And walk as someone important. Hallelujah. There's a greater glory on the inside of you. Hallelujah. Don't be offended at God. Praise the Lord. So sickness, diseases, Failures, challenges are not from God. Hallelujah. The devil is not even your problem because Jesus has already defeated him. Hallelujah. What is our major challenge as believers? It's knowledge. It's knowledge. Knowledge of who we are. Knowledge of what you have in Christ. Knowledge of your place in Jesus. You have a blessed be God who has blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Chapter 2. Of Ephesians said, He has made us sit with Him in the heavenly places with Christ. You have to know your place in Christ. Which means the knowledge of who you are really counts. The knowledge of what you have really counts. That will help you to know how to walk with God, not to be offended at God. We are talking about the silent God. When God is silent, is there a God that is silent? Yes. God has that character, that place. You know, many people say, God speaks every time. Yes, He speaks every time. But I'm telling you, there's that point where God becomes silent. There's that point where God withdraws Himself a little. Somebody say, how will God withdraw? But the Bible told us that He will never leave us nor forsake us. Yes, that's the truth. Why don't you open your Bible to Job 23? And let's see it. Job chapter 23. Begin from verse 8. We're going to look at some people in the scriptures. That it seems as though God was silent concerning their situation. Job 23, begin from verse 8. Are we there? Want to go? Say, Behold, I go forward, but he is not there. And backward, but I cannot perceive him. On the left hand, where he doth walk, but I cannot behold him. He what? Hideth himself on the right hand that I cannot see him. So God hides. I've sensed that in my life many a times. 
just come up to the platform and maybe, maybe a particular thing I want to do. And I discover he's not there. I said, God, what? After the service, I'll just run. That was in school. I said, Lord, what happened? And he said, I hid myself. God will hide himself from you for a period of time to watch what you will do with him. He will hide and withdraw for a period of time. And watch what you will do, where you will go after that. But if you abide and stay, like David, who said, your presence, it is better to be a doorkeeper in the house of God. Who will follow the place of God. Who will follow everything that has to do with the house of God. It is better. Hallelujah. So when God withdraws himself from you, where do you go to? Do you go to look for friendship from friends? Do you go to find pleasure among friends? Do you look for somebody who will just make you happy? But I tell you, David said, one thing about desire of the Lord, and that will I always seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. No wonder when he lost the presence of God, he said, take not your spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. There's that place where he restores. Which means when he withdraws, he restores. That's why this is our season of restoration. Hallelujah. God has brought us into a season of restoration. A season of restoration. And anytime there's a season of restoration, there's bound to be divine remembrance. Hallelujah. Amen. Refuse to give up on your dream. Men and women who have experienced God. Says at one point that God withdrew himself. Hallelujah. Go to Mark chapter 5. Let's see the same thing very briefly. Stagger not at the promise of God. We're going to look at a man called Jairus in Mark chapter 5, beginning from verse 22. Mark 5, 22. Say, I refuse to be offended. Hallelujah. There's a God called the silent God. Mark 5, 22. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus, by name. When he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, my little daughter lies at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. And Jesus, what? Went with him. No matter how busy he was, he went with him. And much people followed him and thronged him. The Amplified Version said, thronged him to suffocation. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. But when she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch, but this is clothed, I shall be whole. And straight away the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body, and she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately, knowing himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the breast, and said, Who touched my clothes? And the disciples said unto him, Thou seest the mortal the throne in thee, and said, Who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell before him, and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole, go in peace and be whole of thy plague. And while he yet speak, I want to see something from that verse of scripture. Jesus was confronted by a man called Jairus, who was one of the chief rulers in the synagogue. Hallelujah. He came and fell at the feet of Jesus and said, My daughter is at the point of death. What does that mean? That speaks of urgency. That means 
Jesus had to leave the crowd. But a great crowd, something. And Jesus turned back, wanted to follow this young man because he said the daughter was at the point of death. Jesus was not supposed to be distracted, was not supposed to give any attention to any other person. And Jesus was moving towards his house. And all of a sudden, a woman came and gave him a touch of faith. And Jesus left the case of Jaharius from the 24th. From the 24th verse down to 35, there was a silence. So Jairus' daughter, which needed an urgent attention, Jesus forgot about Jairus at that moment. And Jesus attended to the woman called Lydia, the woman with issue of blood. You can imagine that. So if, if, if Jairus got offended, he would have lost his miracle. It was an urgent thing that needed to be done. My daughter is at the point of death. Come to my house. And Jesus followed him. And while Jesus was going, while Jesus was moving, said, a woman came and touched him and Jesus stopped. And Jesus attended to us, spent time there. And now the servant of Jairus came and said, Why trouble thou the master? For your daughter is dead. Hallelujah. For Jairus, it was as though there was a silence. From the 24th verse to the 35th verse. There was nothing that was said concerning Jairus. Now it was the case of the woman with the issue of blood. It's as though when everybody prays here, only Mrs. A will take the will, will, will be answered at first. Only this one will be answered at first. It's as though your case, your situation, the word, the thing for the money is not answering to you. Hallelujah. When God is silent, he's working out something. When God is silent, he's in the process to give you a better story. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's why when Jesus entered into the house, the said they mocked him to scorn and said, she's dead. But Jesus said, what? Only believe. So there are people who come and speak unbelieving to you. He said, your daughter is dead. Jesus said, no, she's sleeping. Jesus took death as sleep. Hallelujah. If we read John chapter 11, the Bible told us when Martha, sent, Martha and Mary, they sent a servant to go and meet Jesus. To tell Jesus that Jesus, Lazarus, your, your friend whom you love, Lazarus, your friend whom you love, is sick. And even at the point of death, the Bible recorded that Jesus stayed back two more days. Jesus stayed back two more days. There's that sense of glory in God when he wants to do something. Jesus would have just gone the next day. But the Bible said Jesus stayed back. Two more days is a silent God. He said, that sickness shall not be unto death. That's what Jesus said. Hallelujah. No wonder when Martha came, she never understood this character of God. I'm teaching us a character of God for you to understand the person of God. When Martha came, she said, if you were here, my brother Lazarus would not have died. Did you see that? So Jesus delayed two more days and came four days after Lazarus had died. But he had already told his disciples, he said, that sickness shall not be unto death. It shall be only a temporary death. He said, that the name of the Lord may be glorified. In John chapter 9, when disciples came and said, who sinned? Is it this man or his parent? Jesus said, neither this man sinned nor his parent. He said, but that the glory of God may be made manifest. So your situation, your condition, if it, is as last, if it has lasted long, it's because God wants to manifest himself in your life. Hallelujah. Things are changing for good. Praise the Lord. Amen. He said that the glory of God may be made manifest. 
Praise the Lord. It was a matter of urgency. John the Baptist could not stand this. Hallelujah. And by the Spirit of God, I tell you, Psalm 102, the best day, the Bible said, For the time to favor you has come. Here the set time. Hallelujah. Don't be offended at God. When it's as though the promises are not coming to pass. Go back to the word of God, Romans chapter 4, verse 18. But whom against hope believed in hope? He staggered not. He staggered not at the promise of God. Staggered not at the promise of God. Hold fast to your profession. Hold fast to your confession. Some of us have been confessing, nothing is happening. You are building up edifice. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue and defies himself. He gives up himself. So you are building up an edifice. You are laying up in store for yourself. Words in the atmosphere. And the Bible says, if the clouds be full of rain, what happens? They will empty themselves upon the earth. Don't be tired of making those faith-filled words. Don't be tired of making those proclamations of faith. One day, God will open up the heavens for you. Hallelujah. Don't be offended. Don't be offended at God. Trust Him. He will do it again. When Jonah was in the condition of the feet of, of, of Nineveh, when he went to Tashish, the Bible said, even in his desperate and sinful states. In a state where he was swallowed up by that fish, brother, and Jonah lifted up his voice and spake unto the Lord in his affliction. So in that affliction, don't be silent. In that condition, don't be silent. Speak again to the Lord. Brother, Jonah, when Jonah prayed unto the Lord in the belly of the fish, brother, the Lord acting unto him. God wants to answer you in that your condition. God wants to change your story in that your condition. Don't be silent. A closed mouth is a closed destiny. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Don't allow the conditions of life to make you change your name. Never make a decision out of a bitter heart. Because the judgment at that point cannot be trusted. Hallelujah. Don't mistake your condition for your portion. Don't mistake your condition for your portion. Hallelujah. Many of the experiences we have, hallelujah, have discouraged us from believing in God. Praise the Lord. Let your neighbor believe in the promises of God. Believe in the promise of God. But I want to let you know that Jesus spoke to them and said, have the God kind of faith. Say to your neighbor, the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith. Now, what is the God kind of faith? The God kind of faith is a faith that answers now. The Bible says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Now, the God kind of faith is a faith that answers now. The day Abraham had that faith, the Bible said it was imputed to him for righteousness, and Isaac was released from heaven. Hallelujah. So stir up your faith. Move up again. Grow your faith in the word of God. But the faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Keep feeding on God's word daily. And you will grow in faith. If you realize that you are weakening in the place of prayer, if you realize that your faith in God is not strong anymore, feed on the word of God. Feed on the area where you desire God. Do you want a life partner? Do you want God to change your financial status? Go to the scripture and say, my God shall supply your needs according to his riches in glory. Hallelujah. When you feel down, the Bible said, when many are saying there's a word, there's a casting down. We shall say there's a lifting up. Because he's the one that lifted up the poor from the, from what? From the dust. And leave it up the beggar from the dunghill and made them to sit among princes. You have been designed, ordained to sit among princes. Hallelujah. Say, I'm set for the top. I'm set for the top. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
the God kind of faith is a noun kind of faith. So therefore, believe that God has the ability to give you whatsoever it is you desire. The three Hebrew boys demonstrated such level of trust in God that they spoke boldly to the king. Say, oh, ye king, Daniel chapter 3. Say, well, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. We are not careful. Hallelujah. When he increased the flame, the boys were not rejected. When the soldiers took the three Hebrew boys to go and throw them, God did not appear at that time. Somebody will expect God to appear and, okay, angels will just go, <laughs> remove their sword from their sheets and just slew, just slew everybody and like, whoa. But God did not appear. God had to wait. So when there's a waiting time in the place of God, I tell you, God is preparing something bigger. God will not show up in that time that you expect him to show up. He will show up according to his perfect time. God doesn't use a resource. No. He works with a perfect time. Hallelujah. God would have destroyed the kings and everybody. He waited until they were thrown into that flame of fire. And Jesus was already there. Jesus is always there with you in your situation. He said, when you pass through the flame, it shall not kindle you. When you pass through the water, it shall not overflow you. Why? You are only permitted to pass through, but not to stay there. Hallelujah. Say, I'm passing through, I'm passing through. In the name of Jesus. Why? Because he's allowing you to pass through so as to come out refined on the other side. So that you come out polished on the other side. I know that what I'm going through, I will come out polished. I will come out refined. In the name of Jesus. But if a man will put himself from this sin, him shall God use. And it shall be a vessel fit for the master's use. Unto noble purposes. You know, there are vessels of honor and dishonor have been made to be a vessel of honor. Say that to yourself. I'm a vessel of honor to honor. I'm a vessel of honor in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God did not send angels to come. God did not even send an angel to deliver Daniel out of the hand of the king when they wanted to throw Daniel into the Nile's end. But God allowed him to be thrown into that place. So when you are going through some storms, when you are going through some hard times, God is there with you. When he was thrown there, the Bible said, they became a pet to him. Hallelujah. Jesus is with you. Jesus knows your troubles. Jesus knows what you are going through. The fact that he is silent doesn't mean he's not aware. He knows all things. There is no section of his understanding. He gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, he increases their strength. But, say, but they that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. The eagles do not fly. They soar in the midst of the storm. They take the storm to be an advantage point for them to soar. So when you are in the midst of a storm, you soar. Hallelujah. When storm comes, when challenges come, they are a privilege and opportunity for you to scale higher. The eagles wait when the storm is high. And when the storm is high, they stay to glide around the storm and move to a higher altitude. Hallelujah. The storms in my life are here to get me to a higher altitude. The challenges in your life are there to take you to a higher altitude. For if you are not sensitive enough, you will reject and withdraw. So I refuse to withdraw. Hallelujah. Joseph would have given up on his dream if the day he was sold out for slavery. But the man refused. Even when he went to prison, he refused. He saw the challenges as a, as a stepping stone for him to move to the palace. Hallelujah. So challenges are for giants to take them up to the higher place. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Goliath. Thank you very much. God bless you. Goliath. If not for Goliath, 
David wouldn't have gotten the throne. If not for Goliath, David wouldn't have gotten to that throne. Hallelujah. The question he asked, he said, what will be given to the person who will bring this Philistine? He was a smart boy. He looked out for challenges. Don't run away from challenges. He looked out for challenges. He said, what will be given to the person who will bring down this uncircumcised Philistine? And they said, they shall give part of the kingdom and they shall be married to the king's daughter. Oh, that's wonderful. He said, I can take Goliath. Hallelujah. No wonder Joshua and Caleb said, those giants, for they are bred for us. Hallelujah. My future, every Goliath, they are bred for me. In the name of Jesus. No wonder God said, said every place the soul of your food shall tread upon. I have given it unto you. Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 24. He said, Arise, move into the river Enon. Say, Behold, I have given into thy hand. See on the Amorite, king of Hezbollah, and his land. Say, Begin to possess and contend with him in battle. You are a possessor of heaven and earth. The head, I think, give it to the sons of men. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Say, I'm a possessor. Hallelujah. God wants you to take steps. Take steps that will validate your faith in him. Don't sit down. Take steps that will validate your faith in Him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Why don't you pray in the Spirit? Pray in the Holy Ghost. Drive that word into your spirit, man. Let that word sink into your spirit, man. I want us to pray. Many of you have to ask the Lord to have mercy on you. Say, Lord, forgive me for losing faith. Forgive me. Forgive me, dear God. Forgive me, dear God. Forgive me, dear God. For losing that place, that faith in you. Forgive me, Lord. Have mercy upon me. Lord, I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe in your word. That things are turning out for my good. Things are turning out for my good. In the name of Jesus. Things are turning out for my good. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I believe you for the now. Say, Lord, I believe you for the now. I believe you for the now. In Jesus' name. John chapter 11 verse 21. Say, then said matter unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. Many of us no longer believe God for the now. But it's time to believe God for the now. Say, Martha and her sister, Mary, must have experienced that period of silence from God. And Martha could no longer see the possibility of raising him up now. And she blames Jesus for coming late. Hallelujah. And now her faith was in the future resurrection on the last day. But Jesus said, I am the resurrection of the life. Anything can happen between November and December. He said, I am that I am. When Moses said to, when Moses said to God, who will I say sent me? He said, I am that I am sent you. Hallelujah. When God declares himself as the I am, he's the God who will do it now. Hallelujah. But said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Calling those things that be not as though they were. Hallelujah. I am means now, not tomorrow. You don't have to wait that long anymore. I am the resurrection and the life. I will give light to everything dead around you, said the Lord. I will cause my light to shine upon you. And nations shall, and kings shall come to the brightness of your rising, said God. I will make every crooked path straight. I will open up rivers in high places and fountains of water in the midst of the valley. I am Jehovah, the God that is more than enough. It is never too late for God. It is never too late for God. Jesus wants to give you that miracle you have long desired from him. Never too late for God. Never too late. Hallelujah. 
When she said, oh, Lazarus is dead and his things. He said, open up the door. Roll the stone. Take him to that place where you've been offended. Point the anointing to that place where you have lost faith in him. Hallelujah. I said, Lord Jesus, I rolled the stone away. And now I give you the free chance. And Jesus said, Lazarus, comfort. Jesus is calling out every virtue in you. Everything that is dead in you. He's saying comfort. Why don't you rise to your feet? He's calling out everything dead. Every dream you have had when you were a child. Every dream, every desire, every goal you have set in your heart. He's calling them forth. Jesus said, Lazarus, comfort. Why don't you call those things out? Why don't you call those things out? And allow Jesus... And get it of your socoto baba biasata. Ma bekekebo rabi gada badi zabada. And kekebo rabi kedebio socoto. Where have you stopped believing God? Where have you stopped believing God? Take Jesus to that place. Take Jesus to that spot where your faith in Him have now staggered. Take Jesus. Take Jesus to that place. Take Him to that place where your faith has staggered. Where your faith has reduced. Take Him to that place. Jesus said, where have you laid him? And she said, come and see. He said, come and see. He said, there is the tomb. And Jesus said, roll the stone away. Roll the stone away. Roll the stone away. God wants you to roll the stone of unbelief. God wants you to roll the stone of every doubt, of everything in your heart that's standing against the will of God. Roll the stone away. He can change your story. He can bring that man to your life. He can open up the door. He can turn things around. Will you open up the door, Lord? Open up the gates in the name of the Lord Jesus. And go, Rabia Sataba. Mabekekebo, Rabia Sata. Mabekekebo, Rabia Sataba. Sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord. Let God change your life. Let God change your situation. And go, Rabi Gezota, Baraba Sata. Where have you stopped believing? Let him heal that bitterness in your heart right now. God is a good God. And he does only good things. That situation is not of God. It is not his will for you to suffer. He is not responsible for any calamity in your life. The word of God said God is light. In him there is no trace of darkness. For all good and perfect gifts comes from above. You can count on him. Joseph had a glorious dream. But later found himself in a prison. And suffered many things, but yet he believed God more. I will never be offended at God. I trust him. I trust him. John the Baptist got offended and Jesus he got offended on Jesus. He felt Jesus was quiet. He felt Jesus could not pay him a visit. He doubted Jesus. He said, I doubt the Christ or should we look for another? I doubt the Christ or should we look for another? Don't doubt. Only doubt your faith. Don't doubt. Only doubt your doubt. Never doubt God who is to you. Never doubt the personality of God. Only doubt your doubt. Proclaim how much he loves you. Proclaim how much he is willing to help you. The Bible says, while we were yet sinners, he loved us and Christ died for us. God wants to change your story. God wants to give you a new name. 
God wants to give you a new name. He wants to give you a new name. He said, that shall be called by a new name. And with a royal diadem placed on you, that shall be called by a new name. A new name. A new name, said the Lord. In go Rabbi Satan. He said, I am the Lord. Is there anything too hard for me to do? Is there anything too hard for God to do? He can change your story. He can change your situation. He can give you and call you by a new name. The Bible saying, God visited Sarah just as he has said and did unto her just as he has spoken. They sing, O barren, that this not bear. Break forth into singing and cry loud that thou didst that not travail with child. See, enlarge the place of thy tent and let them stretch forth the curtains of thy habitation. Spare not, lengthen thy course, strengthen thy stake, for thou shalt break forth on the right and on the left, and thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles. He said, Fear not, for thou shalt not be ashamed, neither be confounded, for thou shalt no more be put to shame, for thou shalt forget the shame of thy youth and shalt not remember the reproach of thy widowhood anymore. For a small moment, have I forsaken thee? But with great mercies will I gather thee. In a little wrath, I hid my face from thee for a moment, for everlasting kindness. I will have mercy on thee, said the Lord. In the name of Jesus. That shall be also a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of thy God. Thou shalt no more be time forsaken, say the Lord. For the Lord delighted in thee. Say, Behold, the Lord hath proclaimed unto the end of the world. Say ye to the daughter of Zion, Behold, thy salvation cometh. Behold, his reward is with him. And they shall call them and the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord. And thou shalt be called, sought out. A city not forsaken. You shall be called, sought out. A city not forsaken. In the name of Jesus, you shall be divinely remembered. In the name of Jesus. For he said, I've heard thee in a time accepted. In the day of salvation of I shall thee. He said, behold, now is the time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Now, not tomorrow. Now is the day of our salvation. It's the acceptable time. For the time to favor you has come. The set time to favor you has come. Because you delight in the pleasures of God. Because you delight in the prosperity of God's kingdom. Now is the time of salvation when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion. We were like them that dreamt. Hallelujah. Is that God that speaks from heaven? Is that God that speaks from heaven? He's ready to change your story. He's ready to give you a new name. He said, thou shalt be called, sought out. A city not forsaken. No longer will you be time forsaken. Pour out your heart before the Lord. My story is changing. My name is changing. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I refuse to be offended. I refuse to be offended. The Bible said, they that forsake, they that observe lying vanities, forsake their own mercy. I refuse to observe lying vanities. In the name of Jesus, that I may be a partaker of the mercy of God. And therefore, I come boldly to the throne of grace, that I may obtain mercy and find help in time of need. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And who can deny that you were crowned, Lord? Who can deny that you were crowned, Lord? 
comes up to bless us, oh Lord God, you will also bless us in the name of Jesus. That he, when he blesses us, oh Lord God, you will, you will stamp it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father, because from now, oh Lord God, his words, oh Lord God, will no longer be mere and ordinary words in the name of Jesus. Thank you because you are going to touch his tongue, that every of his prophecy will come to pass in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. We thank you for this wonderful service. As we proceed, we say you proceed with us. In Jesus' mighty name, we are free. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let us have our seat. Amen. It is offering time.